Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. Has almost been a week in the new year of 2021. The same old anxiety and stress have slowly replaced the excitement, aspiration, and positivity from the New Year's Eve. You begin to fall off your fitness routine. Your job is still stressful without any end in sight. All the news are still about the pandemic and the recent political turmoil. You begin to ask yourself, why hasn't the new year bring the changes that you expected? Where are the new year spirits and excitement? Where are the positivities? How do I start this year successfully and change for the better? Welcome to episode fifty-six. Three keys to launch into the new year with positivity. And the topic of the week, freak show. From Michael David Winery. Happy New Year, everyone! I really want to thank all of you for tuning to Life Plus Our Podcast. Your continued support and encouragement is the reason why we are still here after 40,000 downloads and 56 episodes. As we are all very excited about all the new possibilities which are waiting us for this new year in 2021, I'm also very happy to announce. That I'm going to do some changes to the format of our podcast. After weeks of hiatus for self-reflection, experiences from my recent health crisis, I come to realize that after 55 episodes, my content has begun to lose its authenticity. Toward the end of last year, I feel the podcast seems to be a bit programmed, and the contents are a little staggered. I wasn't feeling the same type of excitement, and frankly, I did not feel that I was really transparent as much as I wished to be to all my listeners. So I commit to myself, starting with this episode, I'm going to start sharing my thoughts, feelings, lifestyles, and any topics that I feel that are important to discuss. And on top of that, I want to start sharing my top recommendation to share all my joy with my listeners. And of course, 
we were still trying to make sure the positive news and advices are still going to be part of the show, but they're not going to be the sole content going forward. And of course, I hope that everyone will enjoy our new format. And I'm really looking for your responses to see how you feel about our new program. So, like we promised, let's just go ahead and kick off our show with some positive and inspiring news. Today, our news is brought to you by CNN The Good Stuff, written by David Williams. The headline is, A police officer paid for a family's Christmas groceries instead of charging two women with shoplifting. A Massachusetts police officer used his own money to buy Christmas dinner for a family in need instead of charging two women with shoplifting. Somerset police officer Matt Lima was called to a stop-and-shop grocery store on December 20 after store security said the woman didn't scan everything that they put into their bags at the self-checkout. The woman who had two small children with them were stopped as they left the store, police said. I have two girls myself, similar on age to the two girls that were there. So it kind of struck me a little bit, Lima told CNN. Lima took one of the women aside so they could talk about what happened without the children hearing. Store employees kept the kids occupied so they wouldn't know what was going on. The woman I talked to, she explained she was working, but the mother of children was not working and had some other family issues going on and that she had taken was Christmas dinner for the kids, Lima told WJAR. He looked at the receipt to see what the woman had planned to buy and saw they were just getting food. Obviously, this family was in need and I can't imagine having to make decisions to go to stop and shop and just only pay for what I can afford. Or do I go there to try to take things for Christmas dinner for the kids? Lima told WJAR. He served them with a notice not to trespass, but did not trespass charges, police said. They were very thankful. They were kind of shocked. I'm sure a lot of people in that same situation will be thinking that there was going to be a different outcome. And maybe they will be arrested or have to go to court. Lima bought a $250 gift card for the woman so they could buy their groceries at a different store. So here at Light Plus Up, we thank you, Officer Lima, for really showing us what a true spirit of helping others look like. You are a hero that decided to give this family the outcome and the Christmas dinner that they truly deserve. And thank you for being an inspiration to all of us. Now, as we're all very inspired by the positive news, let's go ahead and get into our new segment, which is the top pick of the week. This week, I want to talk about a very special wine that I will actually call one of my favorite. The wine is called Freak Show by Michael David Winery. For anyone who thought that I only drink expensive wine, that's completely not true. Most of the wine that I recommend to anyone are very well budget and sometimes is definitely bang for your buck. So today our topic, Freak Show, is a California wine from Lodi, California, which is in Central Valley. This has been one of my favorite wine for the longest time. It is an authentic California red under $20, which goes perfectly well with beef, lamb, or other gamut or poultry. A lot of users on Venvino 
actually over 7,711 user review that you can taste strong oak, vanilla chocolate, blackberry plum, or even smoke leather or earthy. So recently I have a chance to revisit this wine and then I have also published my own review on Vivino. For anyone who wants to go ahead and follow me, I will strongly suggest you to find me as Kevin Yang on Vivino. So my review for this wine recently, which is actually drink on Christmas Eve, I would say is 2018, a great year. The color is deep purple with running legs off the side. On the nose, they are aroma of black fruit, blackberry, plum, and smoke. On the palate, it is definitely less dry and medium body. It has a sweetness of red blackberries and black fruits with cider tree hint. It really gives you a happy atmosphere impressions, like barbecue with childhood friends during the July 4th. This is a very cherry wine, so if you are into wine or you want to start having those good positive wine to kick off your year, my number one pick of the year is Freak Show from Michael David Winery. And for anyone who are interested, I will have my Venvimo account along with the site to Freak Show listed in the show description. And of course, going forward, I will also recommend more and more things. It doesn't always have to be wine. It can be a particular restaurant, dishes, or even chocolates. Anything that I feel it's important that I want to share with all of you. So with that being said, let's take a short break before we jump into our main segments. Welcome back. Now, when we talk about New Year, we can definitely refer to one of the greatest quotes from Edith Lovejoy Pierce. She stated, We will open the book. Its pages are blank. We're going to put words on them ourselves. The book is called Opportunity, and its first chapter is New Year's Day. On every New Year Eve, people worldwide count to the end of their year and look into welcoming a new one. Millions of people are determined to change their way of life for the better, and some dream that their wishes will be granted in the upcoming 365 days. Some people will make a list of habits and problems that they wish to resolve. Others pray for better opportunities in relationships or careers to increase any chances of making their wishes come true. Millions of people even practice superstitions when the clock struck midnight. Superstitions like lending a kiss right at 12 o'clock on the New Year's Day, or placing 12 grapes on the plate and eat one for every stroke of the midnight clock, or even going as far as collecting all the debts and money owed by your friend before the New Year comes just to ensure that one does not remain as a sucker for the brand new year. All the resolutions, superstitions, wishes, or even new year hopes are simply reflection of people seeking a positive changes. Over my career as a life coach, I have helped many achieve the changes they were looking for and obtain success in personal, financial, and career. Throughout the years, I have witnessed individuals positively change their lives for the better through strong determination and structure methods. I have also seen many fail due to a lack of resources and motivations. To achieve the New Year's positive changes, one has to reflect, set a goal, and always remember not to overcommit. 
Now let's talk about reflecting. Life can only be understood backwards, but it must be lived forward. Soren Kierkegaard, a famous Danish philosopher, has once stated, like he said, for one to go forward in life, first, one must understand the path that led to it. All the New Year wishes, resolutions, and superstitions are products of self-reflection if you look deep enough. Maybe you subconsciously reflect on your past year and realize the importance of the relationship and struggles of loneliness. Hence, you decided to practice superstitions to achieve your romance goal in the new year. Or you were just simply financially challenged all throughout the year, so you decide to make saving money as your top new year resolution. These are just simple examples of you finding solutions to problems discovered from unintentional self-reflection. The challenge of that is solving problems uncovered by unintended reflection is that the solutions are often poorly structured and aim for short-term remediations. If you wish to start the new year right, it is important to self-reflect with full awareness and resources to find out the root to the problems you are so eagerly looking to solve. There are many self-reflection templates that can provide guidance on how to self-reflect properly through a simple search on Google. Once you have self-reflect correctly and identified the factors that need to be changed for the better, it's time to set your goals for the new year. Now let's talk about goal setting. Success is the progressive realizations of a worthy goal or ideal, say by Earl Nightingale. Millions of people set goals on January 1st, but how many actually achieved their goals before the year's end? Many believe that their failures are just results of their will and power. The truth is that for most, the reasons for the failure is the goal itself. Setting the correct goals is the key to succeed. In my previous podcast episode, Wait, Are You Setting the Correct Goals? I discussed the importance and structure of setting a SMART goal in length. SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable or Assignable, Realistic, and Timely. Imagine you're reading a recipe book. Do you think it's possible to create a dish without knowing the measurement, ingredients, time to cook, or even what you're cooking? Now, if you apply that idea on your goal, is it possible to even lose weight without knowing the measurement, your diet, or do you even have time for exercise? If you wish to be successful in reaching your goal, it is important to set them correctly. Remember, self-improvement is not a sprint, but a marathon. Like what Lao Tzu said, a journey of thousand miles begins with a single step. Now let's talk about avoid overcommitting. All of these opportunities are really good opportunities, but when you have too many of them, those good opportunities can lead to a bad and overwhelmed life, said by Garland Vince. In the last year, I had a chance to interview Dr. Garland Vince on my podcast about his recent bestseller, Getting Unbusy, which is also named as Forbes, one of the seven books that everyone should read. So if you have not seen that book yet, I strongly suggest you go to that my previous episode 
take a look at my interview with Dr. Garland Vence and see for yourself. In our conversation, Dr. Vence has shared his research regarding how people get burnt out and less productive by committing to too many good goals and opportunities. Sure, we're all fired up and embrace all the new potentials and commitments on the new year. But when will these commitments slowly turn to stress and anxiety? Do you feel stressed at any point last year because of your commitments? Commitments like working out regularly, volunteer for certain nonprofits, taking on extra responsibilities at work, or even setting goals on how many books you read? How long did your motivation last? Did you start feeling resentful toward these good commitments? Toward the end, if you wish not to feel the same anxiety and stress, try to limit the number of goals and commitments will be an excellent step to have a better year this time. Now, like I said before, every year when the clock strikes 12 times on the first day of new year, all the people around the world wish for a better year. As a financial executive and a coach, I have seen many individuals change their life for the better year after year. I have also witnessed others repeating the same mistakes over and over again. So if you wish to succeed in launching the new year with positivity, you really have to do with self-reflect with full awareness, set a smart goal, and never overcommit. So let me ask you one more time. In this brand new year of 2021, how would you? change for the better. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode in our new format. And of course, Dad, I welcome all your feedback. If you want to let me know how you feel about our new format of having our top pick of the week about our contents, just shoot me an email on podcastlife at gmail.com or even DM me on Instagram. And very soon, we're going to have live stream session on Instagram and Facebook Live along with some YouTube video as well too. And if you have anything that you wish me to recommend or you want to recommend to me, also let me know as well too. Find me on all the social media outlets and I look forward for all your comments. Now remember, this is a brand new year. So let us have an amazing, healthy, and a fun year ahead. I will see you all next Wednesday on Life Plus Up Podcast. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun.
So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.